0: Talking Ultimate Spider-Man, The Simpsons, and more today on the Geek, the Geek Report is brought to you by Geek Geek Nerd Nerd, Comics, Toys, and Collectibles. Redmond's Geek Store inside the Redmond Antique Mall at 535 Southwest 6th Street. Find the coolest new and vintage comic books, action figures, sign prints, and more at Geek Geek Nerd. Nerd. It's the language we speak. Hi, I'm Chris Columbus with your geek news for Geek Geek Nerd Nerd. The Ultimate Universe may be going away, but Miles Morales is here to stay. The latest proof: he's the star of Marvel's relaunched Spider-Man series, set to debut this fall, post Secret Wars, as revealed late Saturday night by the New York Daily News. The Spider-Man creative team will be writer Brian Michael Bendis and artist Sarah Pacelli, who first introduced the character in 2011. Bendis stated that Miles Morales won't be spider-man with an asterisk but rather the real spider-man our message has to be it's not spider-man with an asterisk it's the real spider-man for kids of color for adults of color and everybody else bendis told the new york daily news the new york daily news article states that peter parker will serve as mentor to miles morales in the series but it's unclear at this point whether or not the original spider-man will still be an active superhero an all-new, all-different Marvel teaser image released earlier this month showed both Miles Morales in his Ultimate Spider-Man costume, along with a more traditional Spidey. Many kids of color who, and they were playing superheroes with their friends, and their friends wouldn't let them be Batman or Superman because they don't look like those heroes, but they could be Spider-Man because anyone could be Spider-Man underneath that mask. Bendis said of the appeal of Miles Morales, who is of African-American and Puerto Rican descent, but now it's it's true. It's meant a great deal to a great many people. It had been clear that Miles Morales would join the classic Marvel Universe for weeks. Most notably, the characters have appeared in the all-new All Different Avengers story released last month on Free Comic Book Day, set in the post-Secret Wars Marvel Universe and featuring Miles as part of the Avengers roster. The Ultimate Universe, first introduced in 2000's Ultimate Spider-Man No. 1 by Bendis and Mark Bagley, is expected to end as much of the conclusion Conclusion of the currently ongoing Ultimate End miniseries, also by Bendis and Bagley. Created by Bendis and Pacelli, Miles Morales first debuted in 2011's Ultimate Fallout number 4 and soon became the Ultimate Universe's Spider-Man following the death of that world's Peter Parker. The character quickly gained attention and popularity, along with some criticism as a minority character taking on one of pop culture's most iconic superhero identities. In news that has to hit the Carol Corps right at their core, longtime Captain Marvel writer Kelly Sue DeConnick announced during a panel this past weekend at Heroes Con that she will be leaving the series following the wrap-up of Secret Wars. So hard to go, but it's time, she confirmed via Twitter. DeConnick's four-year run on Captain Marvel has been met with overwhelming positive response, tying the writer to the character in the minds of many fans in that rare way only long-time comic readers fully appreciate. Before her takeover of the series, Captain Carol Danvers was a character who had fought crime under many aliases, from Ms. Marvel to Binary to Warbird. But under DeConnick's stewardship, Danvers earned a promotion to become House of Ideas' one and only Captain Marvel. It is this iteration of the character with no suffix attached to her identity but for her rank that Marvel will bring to the big screen on November 2nd, 2, 2018. The prospect of the pending film and the hype that will undoubtedly surround it forced the writer to reevaluate whether she was prepared to dig in for three more years or drop the mic. According to a report from The Beat, she opted for the latter. During her time as Captain Marvel writer, DeConnick used her active presence on social media to highlight the way the character's modern costume design became a cosplay sensation, bringing fans of all kinds together in celebration of their love for the classic Marvel character. She dubbed them the Carol Corps, and even incorporated the concept into the title for the Secret Wars event, redubbing the series Captain Marvel and the Carol Corps. Marvel has not yet announced who it will draft to take over the series as writer and de facto commander of the Carol Corps in DeConnick's absence. Streaks and records are made to be broken. Nature finds a way. This summer, it's found a way even faster. Despite making nearly $100 million in his first weekend, the release of Inside Out constituted the first box office loss in Pixar's history as its $91 million in sales were dwarfed by the historic behemoth that is Jurassic World. The franchise revival starring Chris Pratt racked up $102 million in sales over the weekend, marking only the second time in Hollywood history that a film has pulled in greater than $100 million for two separate weekends. The sales brought Jurassic World's domestic total to $398.2 million. It is a haul awe-inspiring enough to warrant its own John Williams overture. Per Variety, it has drawn $167.1 million from the Chinese box office and netted $981.3 million worldwide, putting it on target to cross the $1 billion threshold Monday, just 13 days after its theatrical release. When it does, it will become the fastest film to ever reach the $1 billion dollar mark, outpacing the record set earlier this year by Fast 7, which needed 17 days to cross that finish line. The second place finish of Inside Out ends Pixar's perfect run of first place release weekend finishes, dating all the way back to the very first Toy Story. But everything is relative as the movie's 91 million dollar net marked pixar's second biggest weekend ever coming in behind only toy story 3 it also drew 41 million dollars from foreign markets although it has not yet been released to all territories the first season finale of star wars rebels wasn't such a long time ago but because the disney xd series accrued such fan love it might have felt like it But now the crew of the Ghost is back. The animated series is set in an era between the two existing film trilogies and executive produced by Dave Filoni, who previously produced the much-admired Star Wars The Clone Wars series on Cartoon Network. And it's also produced by Simon Kinberg, screenwriter of several X-Men films and currently at work on the various Star Wars theatrical films. And it was welcomed with open arms by both the Star Wars faithful and a generation of new fans, praising it for creating characters, action, storytelling, telling in an overall sense of fun that felt utterly in line with the tradition of the franchise created nearly 40 years ago by George Lucas. The second season continues in the same vein the producers promised after previewing the 2-hour season premiere. The Siege at Lothal at Star Wars Celebration ahead of its June 20th TV debut. Things are about to get notably darker for Ezra Bridger, Kanan Jarrus, Hera Syndulla, Sabine Wren, Zeb Aurelius, and the feisty little droid Chopper in the same way the Empire Strikes Back cast a shadow over the lives of the original trilogy's heroes. And then there's that other presence that helps links the Rebels to the epic Star Wars saga, a certain Dark Lord of the Sith. Some things to look forward to this season include the mystery surrounding Ezra's parents, the inclusion of Darth Vader and the returns of the Clone Wars favorites Ahsoka Tano and Captain Rex. According to Dave Filoni in an interview with CBR, he stated, You know, when I see the Force Awakens trailer and I get all excited about that, I want to deliver the same type of excitement to the audience of Rebels. There isn't a a way that I want to take it and have it feel any diminished. So we want every aspect of Star Wars that we're working on at Lucasfilm to be truly great and to reflect each other's great work. Star Wars Rebels debuted season two this past weekend. After a whole lot of radio silence, there's finally a new update regarding the long-in-production CHU animated feature. The project, which is based on the Image comic series by John Lehman and, and Rob Guillory, has added a big name to its cast and in a pivotal role. The Hollywood Reporter has revealed that ex-Doctor Who star David Tennant will portray Mason Savoy, a burly, sci wielding former FDA agent and primary opponent of series lead Tony Chu. The character was originally going to be voiced by the late Robin Williams. David recorded for Chu's Mason Savoy character yesterday in New York and was phenomenal, Lehman told CBR News, saying that Tennant approached the role with gravelly Orson Welles-esque style. He came in with a really strong idea of how he wanted to approach the character and just nailed it from the first line reading. Chu follows psibopath Tony Chu as he uses his ability to get psychic readings from ingesting food and other objects to solve the mystery behind a bird flu epidemic that killed millions, made chicken illegal, and pushed the FDA to the forefront of national defense. The cartoon is going to be a direct adaptation of The First Trade, which introduces and really focuses on the relationship between Tony Chu and Mason Savoy, Layman shared. There's a violent and intense falling out between the two characters at the end of the book. After portraying a beloved hero in Doctor Who and a detective in the crime drama Broadchurch, Tennant seems to be forging a new career path by playing antagonists. The actor will next be seen playing bad guy Kilgrave in Marvel's Netflix series Jessica Jones. Tenet's in addition is in line with the project's casting of genre-friendly actors Steven Yeun from The Walking Dead and Felicia Day from The Guild, who were added to the cast as Tony Chu and Amelia Mintz in April 2014. I can't express how awesome it is to be in there, being there as the words you wrote to be printed on a page are brought to life in an entirely different way, especially when it's being done by an actor the caliber of Tenet, Lehman added. Series writer John Lehman penned the screenplay for the f- feature film, Which will be directed by Jeff Krellitz. David Boxenbaum will produce the feature along with Krellitz under their heavy metal banner. Brian Hitch has been preparing for his new Justice League of America series since he was eight years old. The superstar comic creator tells that the greatest influences from his childhood are the Super Friends animated television series and industry legend Kurt Swan's artwork on action comics and Superman. Recognized as a world-class illustrator, Hitch is also writing the new ongoing title, which will feature the same seven superheroes as Jeff Johns and Jason Faybox Justice League. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, Turn the Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg are all in there. However, Hitch's roster, despite current statuses elsewhere in the DCU, will feature Bruce Wayne as Batman while a bespeckled... Clark Kent will remain as Superman's secret identity, or vice versa. When asked about bringing something new, he replied, well, I can't start with that sort of assumption, really. When Dan Didio asked me to do something, a genuine spark was lit, and this idea, or at least the trunk of it, came together in a moment. I wasn't aiming at the idea of newness or freshness, he continued. If I'm bringing anything specific to this, it's likely to be more classic than anything else. So the story came first. It wasn't an invitation to do JLA or Superman or anything that specific. It was just to do something. And this is what happened. So it was all very natural and an organic process. What I didn't want to do was limit myself to what I'd drawn before or by my shortcomings as an artist. I just wanted to write the best version of this story that I could. And if I'm pushing myself anywhere, it's there. You can read Brian Hitch's new JLA number one out on the shelves right now. Guardians of the Galaxy director James Gunn revealed in March that Marvel Studios was sitting out next month's San Diego Comic-Con. Now, two other major Hollywood studios have also opted to skip the biggest annual geek gathering promoting comics, movies, TV, games, toys, and more. But fret not, Warner Brothers will have a massive DC presence, with Lex Luthor himself, Jesse Eisenberg, confirming that he'll be there to promote Batman vs. Superman Dawn of Justice. Lionsgate will also be there promoting Katniss's Last Hurrah, The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, as well as Vin Diesel's The Last Winch. Hunter. Maybe the CW should consider changing their name to DC TV. According to a report by Spoiler TV, the CW is in the early stages of developing a series focused on the solo adventures of Hawk Girl, starring Ciara Rena. Rena made her on-screen debut as Kara Saunders during the season finale of The Flash, and is slated to play the Winged Warrior as part of the ensemble on this fall's Flash Arrow spinoff, Legends of Tomorrow. Should the CW opt to take the development forward, it is reported that they are likely to forego the pilot process and order the project straight-to series. There is no indication yet whether or not the potential Hot Girl TV show would serve as a prequel to the events of Legends of Tomorrow, In its effort to constantly be current, the news media can occasionally get a bit carried away. Not even fictional marriages are safe from its pull. Rumors have recently been swirling regarding whether Homer and Marge Simpson would call it quits in the upcoming 27th season premiere of The Simpsons. And today, the family finally caved in and issued a statement about the state of their wedded union. And they posted it to Fox's Animation Domination YouTube page. In this video, Marge Simpson calls the divorce rumors baseless and describes the way they gained steam. The story was first reported on CNN, then the real news started reporting it all over the world, she explains. It all began when executive producer Al Jean teased a storyline involving the legal separation of the couple. In the premiere, it's discovered after all these years, Homer has narcolepsy and it's an incredible strain on the marriage. Homer and Marge legally separate and Homer falls in love with his pharmacist, who's voiced by Lena Dunham, Jean told Variety. Despite prompt clarification From Gene and the show, national and international press projected his interview to mean that the series might do away with the marriage at its heart. The creators of The Simpsons took the opportunity to poke fun at the hyperbolic state of 24 hour news. Can't those news media guys cover more important things like LeBron's junk? Homer wonders aloud in the video. The nuclear power safety inspector from the Sector 7G did own up to his part in the scandal, apologizing to his wife for his many years of questionable behavior. His mea culpas were qualified, though. Listen close. Did he say heartily apologizes, or hardly. Hardly an apology is probably what America's favorite dysfunctional family can expect from the excitable headline-driven media horde quick to report their demise. The Simpsons return for their 27th season beginning Sunday, September 27th on Fox. I'm Chris Columbus, and this has been your geek news from Geek, Geek, Nerd, Nerd, Comics, Toys, and Collectibles at 535 Southwest 6th Street in downtown Redmond, inside the Redmond Antique Mall. Come in and catch up on all the universe-shaping, happening. With DC and Marvel Comics at Geek Geek Nerd Nerd, it's the language we speak.